Good morning, everyone. I'm Playbook co-author Ryan Lizza. It's Tuesday, December 19th. Here's what's driving the day. Senators on both sides of the aisle are objecting to yesterday's announced $14 billion purchase of U.S. steel by Japanese rival Nippon Steel. Republican Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio this morning is calling on the Biden administration to block the deal on national security grounds. Senator John Fetterman, Democrat of Pennsylvania, did the same yesterday in an online video where he called the proposed sale absolutely outrageous. Said Vance in his letter to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, the transaction marks a turning point for an icon of American industry and has dire implications for the industrial base of the United States. We'll see who else jumps on that issue in the coming days, including perhaps Donald Trump. Speaking of Trump, in Trump legal news, Kyle Cheney reports that a federal appeals court has denied Mark Meadows' bid to move his Georgia-based criminal charges into federal court, rejecting a procedural gambit that could have derailed the state's election-related charges against not only Meadows, but also Trump himself. In an unsparing opinion written by Chief Judge William Pryor, a staunch conservative, the court ruled that Meadows, who served as Trump's White House chief of staff, must fight the charges against him in a state court in Atlanta. Meadows had aimed to transfer the charges before a federal judge in hopes of having them quickly tossed out. And finally, Holly Otterbein, Elena Schneider, and Jonathan Lemire dig deep this morning into an issue that you will be hearing a lot more about in coming weeks. Their piece, How the 2024 Campaign Has Turned into a Clash Over Hitler. Yep, Hitler. The Biden campaign warns that Trump's rhetoric from vermin to poisoned blood could reflect history repeating. Joining me now to discuss this is White House Bureau Chief Jonathan Lemire. Sir, thank you for coming on this morning. Kind of a strange topic to discuss when it comes to campaign tactics and strategy, but we're here talking about Hitler and how the Biden campaign has perhaps changed its view of when to deploy this word when it comes to Trump. Jonathan, tell us the backstory here. It used to be that comparing your political opponent's words to Adolf Hitler would be considered controversial, but this is becoming a routine thing for the Biden campaign. Over the weekend, former President Trump was in New Hampshire. He talked about how undocumented immigrants were, quote, poisoning the blood of our country, and that evoked a very strong response from the Biden campaign, which noted correctly that that is language that indeed evoked words used by Adolf Hitler. And it's the it's the fourth time in about six weeks or so that the Biden campaign has made that comparison to what is, you know, considered perhaps, you know, the greatest villain, the, the biggest mass murderer and, or one of them in the 20th century. Sort of the definition of evil is Hitler. And yet the Biden campaign says that this didn't require even like a special meeting or any sort of special authorization to get done, that they simply made a decision that when former President Trump or members of Trump's party were to use rhetoric that evoked any sort of dictator or tyrant, whether that be Hitler or Mussolini or Pol Pot, whoever it might be, they were going to call it out as such. And they did so. The president has used more recently the word Nazi. He did that at a fundraiser. Is this an example of Biden's personally sort of in his off the cuff or what he personally believes this rhetoric, how this should be responded to, where he's sort of elevating this to, you know, a more regular commentary and perhaps campaign strategy, or as you you said, they didn't really have to think about it much? Or was it more kind of like strategists sitting around saying, you know what, guys, we're going to use the H word now? 
<laughs> I think it's more the former. I mean, look, and they acknowledge, we talked to some senior advisors for the piece that say the strategy is not without risk, that, you know, that some- Tell us about that. What is the risk? That some voters might feel it's an over-the-top comparison, that, that, that though Trump uses rhetoric that might, people might find distasteful or racist, that he hasn't done the things that Hitler did. But the Biden camp feels that he is a genuine threat to democracy. You're right. The president himself, a few weeks ago at a fundraiser, uses the phrase Nazi Germany. He didn't say Hitler, but he clearly talked about the Nazis and the blood of being poisoned, same sort of rhetoric that Trump has used that they did in the 1930s. And this stems from some senior advisors tell me Biden's thinking on this was informed in part by a meeting he convened with some historians back in 2022 as the midterms approached. And he talked to a number of them who really warned him about the threats to democracy. And we saw the president make that a real part of his closing argument last year's elections, even though there were some Democrats who thought that was a mistake, that you should only talk about the economy, you should talk about inflation, you shouldn't talk about things like threats to democracy. And the president himself said, no, this is important, I'm going to do that. And those historians said, use stark, clear language. And if Trump is using words that evoke some of the tyrants of the previous century, then call him out as such. And the president, we're told, took that to heart and has been sure to do so since. You touched on this a second ago, Jonathan, but one of the reasons not to deploy this analogy is that by comparing Trump's rhetoric to Hitler, it can have the effect of minimizing the uniqueness of the Holocaust and Hitler's historically unprecedented crimes. What's the thinking from the Biden campaign and the White House on that, or from critics who might otherwise be sympathetic to Biden and critical of Trump's rhetoric? Well, certainly, let's be clear, no one is accusing Donald Trump of doing many of the things, heinous things Adolf Hitler did. But what the Biden campaign and the president himself believes is that it's the, the through line here is the, the ever-present threat to democracy that Donald Trump represents, and that it would be a slippery slope were he to be elected that may not lend us to some of Hitler's worst outcomes, but could certainly endanger what we think of as the United States. This is what the president's team believes and, and what we hold dear. And it's not, this is not a new thought. It is a through line that, that runs all the way back to Joe Biden's first day as a presidential candidate back in 2019. Ryan, as you well know, his campaign announcement was focused on Charlottesville and the, the rioters there who also used similar rhetoric the Great Replacement Theory, that they will not replace us, that was also targeted towards immigrants and, and Jews, the other. And President Biden said that sort of evil, that sort of hate has no place in America. And that's why he declared his candidacy back in 2019. And we've heard him ever since you know, frame the choice both in 2020 and, and now again in 2024 as one that is the battle of the very soul of America, to our, our very values. And they think part of that is warning voters, warning the public just what Trump is talking about and the threat he represents. Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on and breaking this down for us. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Let's do it again soon. And for your schedule today, the Senate is in. There will be a cloture vote at 11.30 a.m. on Christopher Fonzone's nomination to assistant AG at DOJ's Office of Legal Counsel. We'll, of course, be watching very closely as Senate negotiators, White House aides, still try to hash out an agreement on border security. Over in the House, they're out. In the morning, President Biden will deliver remarks at the memorial service for Justice Sandra Day O'Connor at the National Cathedral. Later, he runs up Wisconsin Avenue and hits up donors in Bethesda at a campaign fundraiser. I'm Ryan Lizza. Thanks for listening.